0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 55 of Tactical Crouch, we're a competitive Hearthstone podcast. No, I shouldn't have, I can't even say Hearthstone. It's a, it's a, we can't say Hearthstone right now. But I'm so used to saying, well met," a blue Hearthstone podcast. (laughs) I'm just so used to it. Competitive Overwatch podcast, I'm Kick Tripod, joined of course by Yiska and Volamel. Looking, Joe, I like that hoodie, man. Thank you, thank you. And uh, Yiska, are you wearing a shirt under that shirt?
1: No, that's just like a pullover.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's like a double thing where you can close it up. But hmm. Yeah,
0: fancy. That's fancy. I have a t-shirt on <laughs> for those. <laughs> Definitely winter for, weather here. For yeah. those listening. So, uh, by the way, if the show suddenly cuts off, it's because I could be without electricity for up to seven days. Uh, I'm in the part of California where they're having some power grid issues. And they're like, last night at 10 p.m. My phone uh, started buzzing. It's like, hey, you could have some power issues. And it could last as long as seven days. (laughs) So, yeah. Sorry we're coming to you a day late as well. Uh, We had some schedule changes happen. But we're here now. We've got a ton to talk about. I spent some extra time in Photoshop for you all for the day lateness, so hopefully we make it worth it, but before we do, I mean, Yisco, what's up, dude? What have you been up to, man? Not much, actually. Like, just Playing a of Apex, I see.
1: Yeah, playing play a bunch of Apex. Are you, you're on um, the European
0: servers, right? So, like, we couldn't, like, play together?
1: Um... I'm not yeah yeah I think I'm on the European service but we played before together right I'm not sure how the uh, ranked stuff translates but yeah
2: hmm yeah
0: I really you're and it's fun right you're like you're you're actually enjoying
1: yeah 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 season three is pretty fun not gonna lie all
0: right I keep every time I'm like I'm gonna do it and then my day gets packed and it's like (sighs) eleven thirty at night and I'm like I can stay up watch Gauntlet or I can get more than five hours of sleep. And I usually go yeah, for sleep yeah. because I'm because <laughs> i
1: bad. That's a uh, straight-off. It's, it's, it's pretty bad. Imagine you yeah, had kids, move. dude. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs>
0: enough. Joe, are you catching some fish over there or what? Trying to.
3: Um, no, i just, just hanging out. Uh, stayed up a little too late watching Gauntlet. Got to um, the Losers final and barely made it halfway through that so we're on fumes today but uh gonna try and gonna try and light it up for the podcast gonna try and uh you know push through I, I, tried, oh.
0: I tried to get you uh motivated with some 90s pop
3: yeah some of them took me back but you know others uh not so much fair not enough so much
0: we'll find we, we will find the playlist that i don't makes, know if there's a song that right makes now that Joe can... bounce. Oof. that's, that's going to be every pre-show from <laughs> now on is going to be me putting on a different playlist every week and seeing just if that's a, one that makes you gauge. bounce <laughs> now we'll, see. I have
3: to, we'll have to, we'll find, we'll, have to we'll
0: find it out so tune in with us live <laughs> twitch.tv slash tactical or no kick tripod it's me it's just my channel twitch.tv slash kick tripod <laughs> we will, we'll see what makes Joe bounce gotta tune in live Got to do it. All right. Let's get started. Let's talk about the news this week. Thanks a uh, whole bunch to Battle Crab, Maid, and Peter Y. our patron producers. You can support the show at patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Uh, not really any like ho- like straight out news. I almost said hard on news. And that is not, that's not a term. And Yiska would have Curtis. a field day with that one. Hard on news. <laughs> Guess he was. Yes, he Yes. Yeah. Okay, caught myself You see 55 episodes. I've learned my lesson. The kind filter of. is getting strong. Kind
1: he, of. You you basically have a little yiska already in you. I do. Just like filtering like, "Oh
0: no. I don't want I a little I don't want a little yiska in me." I'm going to be honest.
1: <laughs> You're already pregnant, I don't think you get a choice.
0: I am. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a little yiska in me. <laughs> well, that's gross. <laughs> that is disgusting. You still uh, dirty now. Yeah. Shower. Yeah. No. 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 Not that dirty. You know sometimes how living. like dirty sometimes feels better than clean? Like for my hair. Like I some people like wash their hair every day. Shampoo, conditioner, every Isn't day. Isn't that like bad for it though? Pseudo sciences, right? It's like the same thing where it's like red meat's bad for you, red meat's good for you, red uh, meat's bad true. for you, red meat's good for you. I think like shampoo and conditioning is very much the same way. Every day mm-hmm. it's like you're gonna find, and I guarantee you, there's gonna be someone on YouTube who's gonna be like, "Anybody who doesn't wash their hair every day is an idiot," and we're also gonna get somebody else to be like, "You're an idiot if you wash your hair every day." Mm-hmm. So we got that out of the way as well. We're really just. Extremes those are fun, guys. Whack- whacking we those love molds. those. Today. Um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love. I love how you're talking about hair, and Joe's just completely out of that conversation. Just like, yeah, I actually uh, take a little, like... little yeah. saliva on the tips mm-hmm. of my fingers, and I just rub my last three remaining hairs all like over my, my scalp. My incredible. What are we talking about? Joe's
0: got a great hair, dude.
3: <laughs>
1: no. Yeah.
0: I no. see. <laughs> He hides it. My
3: hairline is retreating at an alarming pace.
0: I don't know, man. I don't think you give yourself enough credit. I have a big cowlick over here. And about every three weeks, I have to ask Katie if I'm going bald or if it's just my cowlick is so big. And I think she's (laughs) lying to me. So, uh, I don't know. I'll post a picture of it in Crouchers and be like, am I balding or is this just a cowlick? Because if I'm balding, I'm just shaving it yeah like that's that's the thing it's like I feel just like the
3: first sign you're just like I'm done
0: here yes yes here yes because like you mm. can't I can't have like a really stylish hairstyle and then just like I mean you could a little smiley face tattoo or something right there <laughs> like a little corn maze just,
3: you know just just colored in with sharpie nobody will ever notice you know
0: uh, I think they might. I have seen some of those nah. hair in a can sprays. Remember those? Since we're on like the nineties mm. vibe, and just ksh, I'm sure that will hair in a can fool people. <laughs> God, this this podcast mm. is off track. Let's talk about Overwatch. <laughs> uh, Let's do it. Overwatch League is done, and we're a little bit it is. <laughs> we're a little bit on our heels. How do we prepare for this? What do we talk about? Not that there isn't a lack of things to talk about. But you have essentially three months to like aggregate all the topics that you mm-hmm. wanted to talk about over the past eight months but couldn't because otherwise you couldn't talk about the NYXL upset or whatever, and then you everybody yep. yells at you and gets angry. Yeah. But now talk we can't my team. But now we're it at this is- point where it's all about they all all people want to hear about is like the trade rumors.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, true I, like I, I feel like there's too much to talk about at
3: the moment. The people like, demand for more
1: there's a five season there is just like post-season stuff where you analyze what happened in the season and then there's gauntlet currently going on we could easily like go six hours for this one but
2: yeah should we
3: boys six hours oh boy that's
0: right <laughs> oh, joe can't boy. make it joe can't make it <laughs> oh, <laughs> at some point man, i'm gonna need a coffee joe. break fair enough i mean you know me i take multiple bathroom breaks in an hour and a half show so if
3: we, i mean hey if we're we're signing up for 6 today i'm on board whatever whatever floats your boat we, I'm, we, I'm, uh, I'm on for the ride
0: we actually have been discussing quite a bit about what like supplemental content you would want to see from us three the trio together mm-hmm. we looked at like should we do some like vod reviews of uh specific matches from the last season would that be entertaining to people to hear us who like i none of us make content specifically around vod reviews right we we don't really do but all of us review vods so um you know it's like i'm not a vod reviewer but i review vods uh you know would that be I something that's them? interesting what extra content would you like to see that's maybe not necessarily like uh, tactical crouch podcast prime related. Mm. So, um, yeah, cool. I don't know, but no. Do we do no. like
3: a a grading system? What games to watch if you don't have the time?
0: I would love to just do a like little a ten minute video. I would do a pop culture podcast with you guys in a heartbeat. I am so unplugged from. I think that's, that's what would, would make it really great. I think that's what would make it really great.
3: Uh, I wish Kenobi was here. We were, we had an, oh, we, we rode in one of the Ubers to, I think the arena um, on Sunday, or I don't remember what day it was at this point, but I think Meek Mills was on like the the car audio and we get in and the lady driving is like, you guys like Meek Mills? And I'm like, that's no ass. Sure. See, there you go. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't know
0: meek mills is a, a, a you're such a boomer
3: dude i would not know i've i've heard the name i know hip-hop related no idea past that couldn't tell you a song i think he'd with drake is that correct am i right there no i don't even remember all right well there you go see it's worse that is correct see thank you for chat here we go oh wow chat you're so woke
0: dudes you're so woke there we go oh, Chad is <laughs> so woke uh meek mill is actually the midwestern uh restaurant chain made famous I see I'd Diablo probably things.
3: believe that if if like you if you kept it going, I'd probably believe that at some point it's
0: actually green mill but green mill is amazing you get you would have them in Michigan,
3: but you're not in Michigan green anymore. mill
0: green mill
3: I'm not where am i
0: you're not that it might I, be I thought you're like in Delaware no are you in Michigan you should have Yeah let me see hold on green no Mill. overwatch overwatch
3: dude no, overwatch. as long as it isn't in
2: its,
1: it's
0: literal cocktail house bar? Joe
3: wouldn't know is it a cocktail lounge
0: no green there's one Mill. in Chicago god I'm so sorry <laughs> I am so no, sorry what you get. everybody Oh, it's like yeah, straight up just Minnesota. Podcast.
2: Yeah, see. You oh, I thought know. it was beyond. You that. I thought that was
0: driving somewhere locations. Huh. All right, this is a waste of time. No Overwatch competitive news outside of like signings and deadlines and.
3: Dude, I don't know the first thing about hip hop. All
0: that, all that stuff. So uh, you don't want this uh, chat. Yeah. So so nothing, right? Right, Yiska? Like, we don't really have uh, anything of note on the news side. That's not related to, like, transfers.
2: Yeah. Mm. Don't worry.
3: Don't worry, guys. We'll get to the transfers. I know that news is breaking, but yeah, it's really not news. We're going to save that for the transfers. Sanford's yeah. Shock it's, is Shocker pretty... throwing! Just
1: kidding.
3: They're not throwing. <laughs> By the way, how great does much... this look? oh it's fantastic
0: i didn't know that my it, it's mildly
3: you know terrifying seeing how you're you know sat on a fault line but
2: hey you know to each their own
0: all right
1: <laughs> no i don't, don't think there are any other news in terms like of course there's gauntlet c- currently going on did you catch any of those games
0: um by the in, way, I tuned in four times like. last night, and each time it was on a 10 minute plus break.
3: Yeah, those breaks were kind of long. Also, I don't know. I won't get on a I won't rant, but well, just do it. The uh the breaks themselves were like a little LSD trip.
2: Yeah. Oh, like my you God. start you it's started like with the B
3: roll, and then it would just progressively get more like acid trippy as the break continued, and I'm just like, yeah. What?
0: it would start out with like a guy at a bus station and mm-hmm. then like a just, video of a stoplight and a crosswalk yeah. and like, Hey, we're downtown in this. Uh, I, I can't tell you which actual city it was and yeah, I no idea. Whatever. So, I but all of a sudden they're starting to throw like on like just basic iMovie transitions, but having them like circulate for like 15 mm-hmm. seconds. So now it's like spinning at you and yeah. checkering and, All this stuff. And it's like kind of the thing that, you know, you go to, remember you like, you go to like a, a, like a nightclub in your town and there's always that weird one that has, except Joe because he doesn't go outside nightclub in your town. They have like these really crappy TVs that just are playing loops of really stupid things that, you Uh know, like there's a fine line between genius and stupidity and those, whatever's playing on those screens is like Mm -hmm. right there where somebody who's woke will probably be like, oh, this is so cool and so great. You know, it's like the <laughs> breakfast place that you go to in the morning and they're playing like Spongebob re- reruns kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it was really weird. Hmm, yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, that, but the, the question d- is, is, did you stay tuned bizarre. in and watching that or did you go to another screen?
3: It what, I mean, yeah. If that, was the, if that was the goal, I definitely was, was a part of the acid trip. It was it was interesting to say the least. And, you know, I've already seen it in chat once, you know, the orange tabby cat that just pierces your soul. There's a there's a clip in the B-roll of just like this orange cat looking directly into the camera for like an an extended amount of about 30 seconds. And then it just runs and scurries away. I like I'm I'm very positive. This will be the I get it of the gauntlet. Just like the (laughs) thing that everybody knows. It's just like, yo, but that cat, though. So
0: that cat, though. All right. Yeah, gauntlet's going on. We are going to discuss it more in length, I think, afterward. It's just, it's mm-hmm. tough to preview. It's tough to like discuss in the moment because of the days it's on that we're just like, it's just tough. Pour one out for
3: HSL. Got but... lives.
2: Okay.
0: What did you say, Joe?
3: Said pour one out for HSL. True. 0 oh, 6, boys. 0 oh, 6. That's
0: rough. Come That's on. Bad yeah say any, what you like, want to say chat any big Chad. highlights Wait, Joe? like for people who are listening at home or like give me something gauntlet related
3: um element, okay so element mystic talent first round like apparently element mystic had some like peripheral issues or they were playing bad i don't know how much I, so i'm more leaning to towards out. the latter. there you go um I think they just like were not like either prepared for Talon or they had like, I don't know, they just didn't play good and they kind of turned it around towards the end. Um, XL2 surprising for the most part. Talon, big surprise. Um, Padafan really showing up. Um, 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 You still looks good. Still think uh, solid free agent going into uh, 2020. Doubt anybody will pick him up though. Uh but yeah, Padafan really showing up looks quite good on the doom the may, a little less so, but uh yeah xl 2 su- surprising me at least i I didn't think they'd do as well as they did, and they made some some pretty close games but uh yeah, outside of that pretty uh pretty expected so far I
1: loved how uh XL2's coach John didn't know they were still in the in the tournament. After losing to talent uh, in the placement match. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was memeing because he's th- that kind of kind of person. But mm-hmm. um, apparently like he thought it was double a limb and yeah.
3: just your traditional double limb. Yeah, yeah, I, it is weird because I, I thought that last night as well. And then I think Kurek's correct to me. He's like, no, three teams advance, one team leaves. I'm like, really? And I start looking. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. This is literally just for seating. Um yeah it, it it's a little subtle format change that isn't uh because it looks like your tit like you said it looks like your typical double elimination bracket but yeah mm. xl2 still in still have a chance yeah. which gives me hope for lge even though i don't think they're going to do much of anything um but yeah we'll see we'll see today we'll see today i expect uh i'm i'm using uh bench mobs uh Power rankings as a uh, a measuring stick, so
0: we'll see, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I think Florida Mayhem made it on the measuring stick, didn't it?
3: They're they're just a permanent fixture on that stick. <laughs> that and what was it? Uh, one of the World Cup teams as well.
2: How do I? Yeah, Iceland. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the team. That's the team. Yes,
1: Iceland, was... and then uh, of course, uh, Void Assassins with Akali
3: yeah what oh is that is that what was on it
1: yeah i'm not sure what what kind of assassins it was but
3: yeah i'm, I'm more I'm of a like, ninja assassins guy myself you know
1: I, I think and that also bench pointed that also out like what's that it's incredible how fewer fewer games um Runaway yeah. has to play in comparison to these other teams they're just like chill, chilling as a top seed it's like all
2: right that
3: that you bring up a you kind of touch on a point that i think uh mushu beef made last night um he kind of brought up the fact or was you kind of started the topic that you know do we think that korea will be easier to beat or harder to beat at the beginning of the tournament um and i thought that was pretty astute seeing how where you know where owl is fixated you know who could be practicing over there against what teams and yeah having korea kind of off on their own learning the meta on their own through you know tape but you don't have like actual like tangible in-game experience against like either good or bad teams um so i I think there's a good chance that we could see korea struggle towards the start of the tournament and i think this is what he kind of was leaning towards Mm. um that we're gonna see korea struggle a little bit towards the start of the tournament and then really start to pick it up with the teams that are uh you know baked into the back end of the bracket your your runaways element now i um, getting some on stage experience with the meta and and playing around with it like actually against you know tangible good opponents i would say but uh yeah well, we'll have to see i think uh i think we're in for a good one i think once we get to the finals i think this is going to be pretty pretty fun
1: yeah like, to what Bench just said in, in chat that Envy and ATL might actually be coming in with better experience in this meta because of scrimming with Vancouver and Shock during the weeks before the final. Like, if I was both those teams, maybe I would consider just scrimming each other the entire time and not give anything away. Because I don't, I think I don't think I want to give the Korean, especially the Korean teams, the chance to uh, practice against me. Basically, yeah,
3: and and they're known to do that. You know, they're known to take all like you give them just like a little bit of information, and they start to pick up on things really quickly. Look at look at how the how I mean again it's World Cup, but look at how World your, uh, Korea last year struggled against UK and then really started to kick it off, you know, deeper into the run. So. Um, they're, they're very, very well equipped to download you
2: and, and just adapt on the fly. So,
3: yeah, I think it would be who of them to, to practice against one another?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he also <laughs> says that XL2 apparently also scrimmed.
0: Bench, just uh, get
3: on the show, dude. And popped
1: off. Just,
0: <laughs> just hop in here. Yeah. Right now. And just, geez. <laughs> You're like, bombs. No, cuz like your Moses weeks. here. He's just your mouthpiece, man.
1: <laughs> like uh, in the weeks leading up to grand finals uh, of OWL. Because yeah. if you think about it, right, like every other team was, of course, in already on vacation or at least the players were. Yeah. I, I thought about that maybe, like, if you're a semifinals team, maybe you do a deal with another team that you just, like, say whoever makes it, um, scrims the against person. the finalists, but you can't really do that. They, they, yeah. I, I think like the motivation You're is so low. basically that
3: team a hostage.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's it's really hard to just find uh, good practice before the finals. In that case, it's just and that's that that's sort of like the special um, ingredient to the final. Where, for instance, I think if ATL made it there, they would have had a huge competitive advantage because they had a, a pretty good. Um, contenders roster that they can then can make exclusive right so mm. um certainly a thing to consider uh as another f- small factor admittedly uh in um having a contenders team or academy team
3: yep, yeah.
0: all this gauntless talk is making me tired i'm sitting down <laughs>
3: <Ugh>. <laughs> it'll be good it'll be good I would suggest tuning in today. I think today's matches are going to be pretty interesting. Mm. Got some good ones.
0: Starting at 3 a.m. No,
3: it's uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. Oh, it's not nearly as yeah, bad. Yeah, it's pretty early. Yeah,
0: I'll play some Wait, TFT that... and watch some Gauntlet tonight. That's what I'll do. There you go. That's
1: actually so true what uh, Baby Blue just said. Like, John predicted 4-0 shock. Like, of course, if I have perfect scrim knowledge, I can make that bold prediction. You're just
3: now like... just like, that, that just blew your mind?
1: I didn't know yeah. they they scrimmed XL, and no. did so, that, that so there was any value to the scrim knowledge.
0: Yeah. What's the difference between perfect scrim knowledge and scrim bucks?
3: Well, being able to scrim against I mean, them. I mean, I didn't have scrim bucks either. either. Like. Well, no, he's, he's asking.
1: He's like asking. Just like in a general, because we Because you see the scrims We've right? discredited
0: it, like, scrim yeah. results from very knowledgeable people, like directly involved in those scrims. We've discredited those scrim results. So, why yeah, is it? Oh, of course, now. what's, What's different about John?
1: <laughs> so. Results is one thing. Results tells you basically only who won, and it doesn't tell you how serious these were taken, what was actually tried, like um, what was actually practiced. Was were they just rollouts, and then you do whatever after whatever? Like if you look at the actual gameplay, I think that's m- way more indicative. If you can be more granular in the information that you get, than just saying, "Oh yeah, we played them five two in this block, by the way," or something like that.
0: Right. So he broke it down to you, in no, more no, detail no. then?
1: no, like not to me, but it makes sense that he would have a better insight into how these teams performed in that um, you know betting contest that uh, was on Twitter by Bet Petromari, where John was like, oh yeah, four zero shock, and everyone was like, oh yeah, four three, very close.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like if I'm in those scrims and see how all these teams perform, maybe I I would have like that definitely should. Give you
2: an advantage, right?
0: I thought that was the whole notion of scrim bucks. Well, is that? It doesn't. I, the people who are involved it, with the scrims say, like, yeah, it, we stomped them. It was easy. They couldn't, blah, blah, blah. And then, I mean, the, the scrim
1: bucks, a big part of that is that so much of that information is completely dumb and completely distorted, and everyone's bullshitting, and everyone's winning 80% of the scrims like both teams are at the same time and we haven't lost the scrim and then someone else says we haven't lost the map actually against them and it's never accurate in that sense and then also how serious do these teams even take scrims like some of them are straight up uh, trolling in some of those scrims just to get the blog over when for instance three weeks ago you booked this blocks and then this team drops off a cliff and maybe because of a new meta or whatever you got to get the th- scrim block Through and some teams just troll straight up.
0: Okay, I'll leave it be for now. But we're gonna do like a PvP or something, and I want to come back to this this conversation because I'm still confused.
3: It's just just two ships passing in the night. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You both are just like eluding each other. Like John, like John's like, hey, answer this question." question. He's like, yeah, but. But the scrims, nobody plays. You know, you, you didn't, though.
0: I believe you did. No, I did. I I believe you believe didn't,
3: you <laughs> <laughs> What? I exactly did. No, you
1: didn't. The reason why having okay, intricate okay. scrim we'll knowledge is better than scrim bucks and intricate scrim, scrim knowledge is not scrim bucks.
0: Like I said, we will talk about <laughs> this at a further date. <laughs> In the meantime, let's talk about some of the more tangible things going on in competitive Overwatch and the Overwatch League, and that is uh, roster moves. We've got a few of them. We're going to discuss the Washington Justice, Florida Mayhem, London Spitfire, and Toronto uh, Defiant today. Those are the big four. Although we should make note that Nevix, just as the show started, it was announced that Nevix would no longer be with the San Francisco shop. So... Kicked uh, pog. What is it? Kick thumbs up. Kick kicked pog champ. Kicked hype. Kicked hype. Dang kicked it. Kicked hype for that was one. Close. So yeah, as we as we put these as we discuss these changes, let us know how you feel. If you're a kick tripod sub slash tactical crouch sub, you've got kicked hype, which means thumbs up. You've got a kicked volamel, which is fence ne- neutral. Uh, good, bad, maybe not right, right in the middle. And then you've got a kick to Yiska, which is, uh, German, this move is so, um, yeah, those are the three votes that you can give it. Let us know what you think. We'll let you know. Let us know what you think. We'll let you know what we think. Of course. Uh, so yeah, Nevik's gone. Big kick type for me. Let's be real. Uh It's, uh, I love Nevik, so. Yeah. I'm in the Bay Area. San Francisco is my team. And like I said, even though, you know, we saw very limited play from Nevex, oftentimes we saw, you know, whatever. He would still be in my top five uh, shock jerseys that I would buy. If they're like, John, you have to buy five jerseys, he would probably be the fifth one. So he's, uh, yeah. uh, we, we've had a discussion about personal brands and the value of that. And I don't think I'm alone in being like, yeah, I love Nevex and I want to wear his jersey, whether he's playing or not, is uh, I do think that that has value uh, for any team that picks him up. But he's also a good player. And it sucks that he doesn't get as much playtime when you're on a team like the Shock where...
3: Uh, you've got some killers.
0: You've got... I mean, you've, you've got a, a stacked deck at that point, right? Yep, yeah. But
1: why, why is it... Uh, um like, hype for you that, that he's let go? Is it just because you know you, he's, going, yeah, he's going to start? Yeah, I, I yeah. think we need to say that specifically. I think it's a kick hype
0: for Shock because, sorry, Nevix but they don't need him. But I also think it's a kick hype for Nevix because he is able to do a lot more and contribute a lot more to the league than he did in Season 2.
2: Yeah.
3: He's going to do very True. well for himself. Is that a no,
0: Yuska? Do you want to PVP me? Like, are no, you still like, mad about my scrim bucks <laughs> argument? And you're like, I'm going to get him. Say something stupid, John.
1: I, I, I'm I, I'm holding out judgment until I see where he goes. Because oh, there's okay. definitely Yeah, I thought I was the fence sitter. No, like, dude, if he, let's say, nothing else changes about Paris and he goes to Paris...
3: That's a kick just right there, dude, but but a hard one, man. Jesus Christ. I like I agree, like that wouldn't be a optimal place for him to land. But like, I think it's starting somewhere is a little bit more important than riding the bench and not doing anything. And I think he realizes that. So like whether or not you're happy about it doesn't mean that, you know, it's better or worse for his career.
1: I mean. He's still an Overwatch League winner, right?
3: It's true. Got a ring. You know. He got his bag, as they say.
0: You remind me of my father. told me to play kicker in football and hope I never uh, have to play. Because then I don't get injury and I can still win. There you go. It
2: was lame. <laughs> I, told him,
0: I told him to his face. I go, that's a really lame outlook on life. And then I quit the football team two weeks later.
3: Yeah, you stick it to him. <laughs> Heck you, dad.
0: <laughs> Heck you. <laughs> I'll do what I
3: want. I'm too tired to reach over to the mute button. So I'm filtering myself.
0: What?
2: Heck yeah. you, dad. <laughs> us have to. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Anyways, I don't know. It's. Yeah, I, I think it's a good move I, I, for both Nevix and the shock. Although mm-hmm. uh, I would, I don't know that there's any team where I'm like, Oh yeah, it's a net. It's always a net positive to to lose, lose Nevex, but I don't think that affects their results if that yeah. makes sense.
3: It, it shouldn't affect it too terribly much. And I think they I probably think.
0: were paying a little bit more than the yeah. image PR that they were bringing in. Do you think
1: he was such a big name?
0: You
1: do you think he was like, like sought
2: after? Like... Hmm, maybe.
1: I, I mean, he has been around for a long time, but been it, around he for always a long felt time. like it quite
0: kind of in the the age group, the waifus, the actual real the waifus, not the Twitch waifus. <laughs> God know, damn it. Like, oh, man. Really? Uh,
3: I, I, think, I think he definitely has a big name. I just don't think people were willing to pay the buyout. And it seems like maybe now somebody else. So best of luck to him. Yeah. That's been the, the big uh, deter of a lot of these teams has been, do I have to pay a buyout? Maybe not this season, though. We'll have to see.
0: Nevik's body pillow. Not that kind of waifu. <laughs> I said this. I oh, don't know. But honestly, if the shock did do that, they would pay for his salary and just body pillows. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I wonder if a team could do that. Would it be would it be inappropriate? You said try? Would it be inappropriate for a team to actually have team body licensed pillows? body pillow merch?
3: I don't f- flipping know. Flipping, no.
0: I think Maybe. that
1: was already. Wasn't
3: yeah, didn't, it I thought pillow? Houston tried. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snell as well. Yeah. I don't know. Was that sold, though? Well, was this? Yeah, was that I sold?
2: So. I think so. Oh, yeah. Dang. Billy out there. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Speaking that. of free agents. <laughs> get your own
3: uh, Snillow pillow, you know?
0: Snillow pillow. There you go. I love that. All right, so that was the big one. We got that one out of the way. Let's talk about the Toronto Defiant really quick. Uh, so Tor- the Toronto, we should have brought Beroy on. Oof. Just said, what's you thinking, my dude? So uh, both Gods and Sherrick are um, under team options. So technically they're free to pursue. So let, let's define this a little mm. bit. Right. No no,
1: they have been officially re- been released. They're still
0: two. team optioned on overwatchleague.com.
1: Yeah, I think they after after that news, they um they were announced to have departed. I I don't think like don't all, think all of them are that. team option, right? Like the whole uh,
0: Toronto roster is team option according to the Overwatch League website, which again Liquipedia is oftentimes just more let's see what liquipedia has to say
1: but yeah like gods 8 uh, uh i'm 37 and Shariq have all been individually announced to have been let go so mm-hmm.
0: i need to double check
1: Oof! i think it's safe to say that a pretty big re- rebuild is coming to yeah. um what that the like, defines? Man? Um, in <laughs> okay. terms of just like which players were let go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the own yeah no, I think those are all fine. I think honestly, like depending on what kind of aspirations you have at Toronto Define next year, there's like if you if you're fine being middling or whatever, like mm-hmm. Shriek is maybe the one name that I would sh- maybe keep on depending on what, uh, and that is without the context of what kind of, excuse me, uh, tanks players are actually available on the market and without knowing those values. But um, other than that, um, yeah, I think all those players probably aren't uh, going to be serviceable next year um, Mm -hmm. with the amount of talent that will be either free agent or rookies.
2: Yep. Uh, not, Sorry,
0: I've got a dog here. Not, so, a, not, okay. a great,
2: not a great
3: look.
0: So we should probably just get this out of the way now. It's really hard to aggregate everything into one. So you, you essentially mm-hmm. have like multiple different states of an Overwatch League contract, right? Yes. So it's like they're a free agent. It's they're not mm-hmm. tied to any contract. They they there's under no, there's no re-signing clauses or anything like that. Then you have a team option where the team has the option essentially to, to re-sign them. Correct. Mm-hmm. Then yes. you have under contract, which is they are contracted in the season of 2020 in the 2020. Season. Yes. But there's, especially with the team option portion, there's there's some ambiguity. Like we've seen, some players who have announced that they're able to look for other teams, but not technically a free agent. That their option hasn't been completely like they're not picking it up. They can just search for other offers. So we've had some like really,
3: A Restricted free agency has not been very well defined.
0: So by the we're. Uh if we get it if we get some of the terminology wrong because we missed an obscure twit longer, again, why does that even yeah. exist? Uh cut us some slack. <laughs>
2: yeah, I
1: think value. that those should be a database and it's just frequently updated. Yeah, us. I mean like those because these contract it. cancellations have to hit the front office yes. as well, right? So
3: it should be That's I'm saying Like why am I looking site.
0: at this like mm. albeit WordPress entry? On yeah. the Overwatch League website, like this should yeah. not be a WordPress entry. This should be yeah. a database, yeah, database like stats. Yes, yes. Sir. But this, and you, you can this change the, do the it contract all. states if you're going to yep. do it. Yes. Like implement it because I've seen some of the tools other people have made with Excel spreadsheets and whatever, and I'm like, if they can do it with <laughs> with just like a little JavaScript script or whatever, and and some uh, yeah, Excel yes, know-how, we Python. should. Yeah, like Yiska's got you've got this little thing that you showed me there. that I'm just like, dang, you're gonna start uh, making something for the show, I bet. <laughs> <I'm in> my-
1: <laughs> I mean, I uh, I don't know how to automate that because apparently not even the team discords know when someone oh, has been signed yeah, or yeah, released. Yeah, we'll get into that one. That one's so, good. Um, it
3: was a whole that's- mess.
1: That's another interesting thing that Bench just points out in in chat is um that the list that was released so the one that we got was not the status coming into the off season teams definitely already made decisions at that point um for in, uh, so for options um so for instance or in other words that wasn't up to date no yeah. right like they asked Teams, maybe I'm not sure. Like they should have a database for themselves, right? But it didn't wasn't so. kept up to date because, like, there is some um, immediacy or some some state of urgency for these teams because as mm. as long as they haven't handled, excuse me, their free agency situation and their team option situation, they cannot p- pick up free agents, right? Or uh, so, like most of these teams would be moving pretty quickly. That was easily foreseeable as well. That stuff like this would happen, and nobody was going to take it super slow. Of course, some were, but that was very, very anticipatable. Is that mm-hmm. a word? Um, for the content team, or uh, like either you don't do that at all. And by the way, teams didn't know about that. That. A list like this was coming out yeah
0: um like this article they,
1: yeah they i, also I mean didn't it's know. safe to assume that
3: players didn't know but you yeah, have definitely. it under good authority that the teams didn't know either
1: yes they also didn't know that an aggregate or a median number would be coming out for the salaries um as it was reported because like when when game house um reported that i just reached out to gms and they were like we have no idea uh
0: huh So
1: Hmm. certainly very, very interesting how communication still works uh, in those circles.
0: Yeah. So basically we're pulling from a lot of different sources, like obviously like Reddit and Twitter and then Liquipedia and OverwatchLeague.com and we're trying to like, and then you have to go back and cross-check and fact-check and like, did did X-Player like explain their contract situation properly? Split alert, most times they don't. Because they don't—they really don't know themselves because they they're players. Yeah, they're it's not. like I don't know the difference between you know, yeah. this and that. So it's just—it's—it's <laughs> it's just weird. It's just kind of a weird state. So show some grace as we kind of try to talk through us through this, and you're like, it's oh, cool. this is this now. Uh, great.
1: Also, Good this show you. has a tendency to to uh, uh receive information while
3: it's going on. So
1: See, that's, it's
0: a very dynamic fluid show. It's its own ecosystem.
3: You just got to show up live, you know? Yeah. It's Trying so to promote it's like, that. All right, we feel viewership. really good.
0: We've got the graphics made, and f***. Netflix is <laughs> released. Oh, no. Netflix is I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if there's another one yeah. mid-show. Yep. Yeah. All right, spent three hours Photoshopping this morning, and, f-
3: and this three yeah.
0: thing is now wrong.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's just
0: like, I can't. I can't yeah. make anything for you guys. I can't do it. It changes yeah. too fast. Yeah. Anyways, Toronto Defiant, overall, how do you feel about them losing? So, players, Sherrick, Aid, and Gods. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, you feel like Yiska, you feeling good about that? Are those the right, the right choices?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Yes, to let them go is the right choice. Yes. So
0: far? So i far, say so. Yeah. I I'm mean, like right? somewhere like in between
3: you know, kicked, kicked Volumel and, uh, you can't I still even want to choose. say kicked Pogchamp. You can't even choose. That. I'm somewhere in the, I'm somewhere in between because like, yeah, these are the moves that I think sh- they should make, but who are they going to pick up? You know, it's not like Nevix where it's like, cool, the shock get to spend less money and Nevix get a starting spot somewhere else. Probably like that's, that's net positive for everybody involved. Toronto. It's still like up in the air of, you know, who are they going to replace these players with? Um, that's where I'm, could be good. Could be a lot more of the same. Um, we'll have to see. I don't know. I so don't know. Don't
0: know. are these players then, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'm only going to make you soft commit to it now, like we'll probably have a more thorough discussion with times where we can do kind of some more research and thinking on it. Yeah. Um, are these players that you expect to see in Overwatch League come Season 3? <laughs>
3: Uh, no. I don't, sh- I don't know about Sherrick. I don't think so. As
1: players? You're asking? Or in general?
0: I mean, not as mascots. Yeah, uh, really? I mean, I agree <laughs> so some say- <laughs> coaches are mascots,
1: but... <laughs> so, I, I only said
0: Sherrick, Aids, and Gods. I didn't talk yeah. about uh, I am 37. 37. So, because yeah. they're coaches it's totally different. But those players, are those players ones that you expect to see in Overwatch League again? And are you... Now, Maybe eight. are are you implying that you think that one of them or multiple of them may come back in a non-player role?
1: In Overwatch League, it's hard to say, right? But, um, like I feel more confident in saying that they are not going to be players again, yeah. than they are not going to be in Overwatch in some That's capacity, true. right? So, so my question um, is
0: specifically Overwatch League level anything.
1: Okay. Like I don't doubt um, that.
0: These players will end up in contenders or whatever. Sure.
3: But... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think uh, there's potential that some of these are characters that could have other positions in teams. I don't see them as players, um, with yeah. the exception of maybe Shereek. Um, you don't think? I... And maybe gods, maybe. Really? But I don't know who uh, would, be, would be would be taking a chance just because. Like okay, like, okay. Let's be honest. I, I don't see him as an Overwatch League level talent. But I think I am someone that undervalues in the general, like if I aggregate what people think of him also inside the Overwatch League apparently, mm-hmm. then I'm certainly one of them the the people that ranks him the lowest. And for that reason, um I personally can't see it. But maybe they find some poor sob that will employ him as a player. Wow. <laughs> wow!
3: There goes gods our
1: hater. chances
0: of having gods on the show. Thanks. All right.
1: Generally, you only want to talk to decent people.
3: Get roasted. And the double.
0: Wow. Just doubled down. We're just doubling All down. Right. Typical I, German. Let's talk about Yiska's favorite team. The London Sports. The Florida Mayhem?
3: Oh, Oops.
0: Not yet. Keep your pants on. <laughs> uh Nuss, Guard, and Birdring gone. That's a kicked pog champ.
3: Here we that, go. that that emote doesn't even exist.
0: That's how yeah. pog champ it is. We'll get partnered someday and we'll have a bunch there of we go. emotes. <laughs> someday. Kicked hype.
1: Is, it, is there someone you feel tentative about that could have stayed in those names Joe
3: not really I think even if I don't know like even if London did okay and they still kind of like bombed out going into playoffs like you know we we know they advanced through play-ins pretty well Um, but yeah I don't I don't know I, I think that Two seasons has been enough. The inconsistencies still are are pretty fresh in my mind. Um, The way that the uh, London Spitfire were unceremoniously uh, basically ousted from playoffs was uh, not a good look. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that... Just enough
0: to get your hopes up. I
3: I think I'm good on the bird ring train for right now. I like to remember him... As uh, the Apex Tracer main and not the Overwatch League uh, someday player.
2: You know, I, know.
3: I think yeah. I'm good. I think I'm good. Guard? Yeah. Yeah. Probably I mean, not. He,
1: in the in the first place, he was brought in as a Sombra specialist. Yes. And his Sombra performances, if you remember, especially early in the season were actually nuts. Like, for instance, the amount of EMPs he was setting on average, like, five point something was nuts. Of course, then people started customizing them towards, like, yeah. summer play and whatnot. But, yeah, it's, like, I also think this kid was done dirty by being put in that position where he had to play Doomfist, like, on short notice, and he looked like jesus christ again i don't
3: think i don't think they removed him based on that performance i think everybody on that team realized that like we're we're actually just throwing you under the bus like i think this was more of i don't know what i'm gonna really do with you you have a great sombra you don't really have much else yeah sorry but we're gonna Mm. have to part ways i think the one that's like kind of the most surprising has been Nuss. just like how public people have been like i like Nuss, and i'm like
1: I don't understand. Where are I'm you? so far apart from. Yeah, dude, I have a tweet from I think 2017 or 16 where what I think this kid is washed.
3: Changsik,
1: like this <laughs> this guy was a cruise ship yeah. maker ever since. People were like, "Oh, he's a top three mercy." Lay off the crack pipe, will you? Like, <laughs> no.
0: Why are you? Order? Yeah. Give me my spin.
3: Yeah. D- that, it's, d- he
1: was d- like. Mercy saved his career. That's yes, sure, he's yeah. Sure. Yeah. I probably than agree Alicia. with that. That's as uh, they, to an extent I will go. He is a meme amongst Korean um, Overwatch players, and to see on Reddit, just like the opinion of, oh, he will definitely find a new. Yes, maybe. Someone with a mixed roster or something. I'm not even saying he couldn't possibly ever make it work again, because certainly there was something within him, uh, something intangible. And maybe sure. that's just like being counterweight in that team to like, whatever that the problem of that team in general was, but Jesus Christ, man, like, I remember Dream brought it up in the mid or mm, I think stage four where it was like, has there been a better pickup than Quatermain this season? Just because the upgrade from Nuss is so incredibly high. Yeah. Like,
3: no, but there again, kid, like, is, like, I don't know, didn't really all like impress me all that much. That That's the point. I guess though. I'd have to go back and watch, but yeah, it, right. It, that's it, the point but, is
0: that a, yeah. even sub mediocre, even, average, pickup. even if you put them at like a C, C minus, yeah. Still, such a huge upgrade at that position. Not as yeah, not, not as a fan as of he us. Is. Yeah, I mean these all sadly make sense, but at the same time, I have to ask. I mean, the, is, the big, this the, is this enough? Is this enough? Is this enough? But also, coaching has been largely one of the biggest things under scrutiny for the mm-hmm. uh, London Spitfire. Yeah. Do any of these teams or do any of these players that they're letting go have a redemption arc under a good, competent mm. coaching staff with London? Yes, which was yes. I
1: think I think Bertring is one of the players that is mainly not a, a top third percentile uh t- top 33 percentile player because mm-hmm. of um mishandling of leadership and uh really internal fun. struggles and that has been true for the entirety of uh yeah. London Spitfire. So um at least from what, what we hear. Like maybe he's not the um the instigator that it's very possible. It's just like someone that very like at least from what we see on the actual server in the performance very obviously crumbles from time to time mm-hmm. and cannot deliver the same peak performance that he's capable of doing right like yep. peak Birdring is one of the best players very in the league player. um I don't know about that. but my god he has such deltas in there and he also is pretty frequently bad like yeah. And that's that's the problem also in trying to um, aggregate his performance fairly. And it also doesn't seem to be the case that you can very much predict when he's uh, when he's not going to perform to that level um on an any given day, or at least weave it into practice in a way that you can control it because for large parts of the season in season one, they were still playing him, and then eventually they just had to, swap out rank, and then somehow Birring came back and the stars aligned and London wins the season and um also let's let's okay, let's get my profit point out of the way. It's a waste, dude. This profit should be able to demand like a lot of star player potential around him, just like when when you start building a an overwatch league team, now in the 2 2 manner it seems like the dps is the position that you focus your point around and it, to have a hyper flexible top performer in all those uh roles is so incredibly uh valuable in the current uh overwatch league situation that and profit is the best one of that he is the best hyperflex in, in the game so he should be commanding top talents around him and um should be able to um like for instance just because i already anticipate the the youtube coins sinatra is not in the same uh player type that profit is sinatra is someone that specializes onto one hero he isn't flexing around his um his dps pair in order to make it somehow work profit every given week can just show up with another top pick and make your other player look well. And also, if you require it in a meta, he can pick up a pick and be one of the best players in the league. That is not something that that we've seen from many other players in the league. Potentially Libero, maybe. Um, Is there another name that comes to mind, Joe?
3: Um, I think this season Urser has a good shout. I don't think we've yeah. seen him tested enough. I think the sample size has still been pretty small. I think in the two 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 meta throughout, I think Rascal, somebody mentioned in chat, definitely historically has been a, a very very uh, vivid flex player. Yeah. Um, yeah. But outside of that, yeah, not a not a ton of uh, highly consistent, you know, meta androgynous uh, flex players that have have stood the test of time. Um, but yeah, that's going to be, I think, yeah, I think you're right. That's going to be a, a highly sought out after role. And yeah, I don't, I don't know if Sinatra necessarily fills that. Yeah. Um, we saw him kind of sat for, from a little bit of stage four came out on the Doomfist looked very, very good. But I, I I think if you have that type of player that can just adapt and, and be colorless, um, you, you probably don't see them sat and that's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, uh, the wrong definition for him, still a fantastic player still your mvp but just the wrong hat yeah on the that's all
1: yeah 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 and there's just like this this bloodline of hyper flexible players that are somehow able to have top performances on um on hitscan and projectile and also in short succession of switches where it still works and we also have to say it's not working because that london is working around profit that's the problem that they're not doing that. Why is profit not on Doomfist, for instance, in the playoff situation? Yeah. Is something like that I don't still don't have the answer to. Seems like the obvious choice. Quite but, bizarre, yeah. um, yeah. So they should be commanding top talent. They, at least in season one, were willing to top invest. So maybe, maybe that's like this season is just like where Jack is once again going like.
3: We're stacking boys. Yeah, I mean this is a team that will splash out. We've we have a historical precedent to say that they're 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 willing to spend some cash. So I would not be shocked to see London make some pretty crazy moves.
1: I will say stay stay away from flower, please, unless you have <laughs> like the literal alex uh, elixir, is that a word that just Alexia? solves everything Alexia. that is wrong with him? Like it's it fixes wrists. It mm-hmm. makes you happy and mm-hmm. it makes you very easy to work alongside and also increases your skill level by a solid 15%. In If you have that, okay, yeah. If that's a coach, like that doesn't need to be, you know, the, the metaphorical like joke here. It Like there's a potential that you have staff that can drag this out of them. It's just such a big gamble just like to invest in top dollar. And there, it's actually pretty hard to decide which kind of a play you would want for London, I think. A lot of people are saying Carpe. I mean, that would be pretty excited. Carpe was the best play on Fusion Fusion this year still, right? But is he still a top performer? And let's not forget, we are already having questions about coachability. Sure. Do I need to say more in order well, to then, I mean, like... to be
3: fair, to return to where I think John was headed, where? Oh, what we're still coach on my you... question. Oh, uh, cool. Sooner or later, we'll get back Great. there, I promise. <laughs> That's neat. <Amazing. laughs> to to re, to reiterate. Yes, I agree. Birdring probably be the one that like under a different coaching staff, we could see a different performance. But what coaching staff do you put in here? What what trusted probably Korean coach is going to get these players to buy in? Crusty. Any examples? Yeah, go splash out for Krusty. I don't think that's happening. Just one a season. I don't think Shocks could just let him go. Give me, give me some others. You don't. Uprising the, I don't, basically
2: yeah. did.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, they left the golden goose on the table. You know, I think sideshow said that one best.
0: You had a good thing and you let it. Uprising left three golden geese on the table.
3: That's that's the the Boston uprising bazaar. You just you're, we're here to we're here to make quick deals. We're not here to win and if we do great that's cool but yeah i i don't teams I, that I develop talent
0: for other teams base i'm just
3: saying i think that's uh, not a bad look it's business but yeah
0: all right we have two you know. more teams that we need to discuss these are actually the big moves and the ones with the fancy <laughs> the fancy <laughs> graphics uh, let's talk about the florida mayhem first obviously the florida mayhem going uh, what 6 and 22 the previous season, making some big, big moves. Swan, Hagopoon, uh, Pune, uh, DPI, Zephyr, Rain, gone, out, bare hands, Yiska's favorite GM, out. They're, uh, they're making some changes. Any of these, I mean, these are not, are these, are any of these surprising, Yiska? No. Not even Hago? No. (laughs) No.
3: No. Like, I I really, there's not much to say here. Oh. Like, Rain, not great. Zephyr, not great. Swan. Not gonna see playtime. Hago. Again, all very replaceable, I think, with, with people that you probably could argue. Probably will fetch a similar salary. Like I, I don't, I don't think they need to be all stars. I think you just need like decent players. I don't know. I think, I think Hago like got a little bit better towards the end, but like not by much. Yeah, Zephyr needed to go a while ago. Yeah, Swan wasn't looking good. I can't really speak too much on Cage One because I think he was a coach.
0: Um, Eric, Eric brings up a really interesting point. Uh, I don't know if I. Put the kudos to bare hands, but the team options give Florida the flexibility instead of locking into guaranteed roster spots like the Dallas Fuel. I mean, you can still trade players. No, right. what not locked saying in they anyway.
1: have way more optionality.
0: They, like, they have a they lot can more have- choice in who they can yeah. pick up and who they can and how they can pick up players.
2: That's uh, right. Yeah.
0: But I think that that's about where you end the very the, the positivity on definitely the, the florida mayhem specifically off the the keyboard and mouse
3: also can we talk about like the highway robbery that was soul selling zephyr to florida <laughs> like whole did they make out like bandits there that's crazy to me That still to this day is like that's it's crazy wild. yeah that's like saying it you, you just should i should i say should i make the analogy joe go, the dragon i don't know one. what analogy you know, yeah no go, i mean if you if you're hell-bent on trying okay. to get some sort of use guys. out of that then go for it brother guys okay just kidding
2: <laughs> We're <not gonna>
1: <laughs> so there are seven dragon balls correct the shanghai oh, are dragons
2: oh, are the so worst
1: team man. in the overwatch league by going 0-42. There are currently seven teams in the Overwatch League with a winless stage. Mm. They have collected the seven Dragon Balls, and we will see. It's actually quite interesting that no other team has gotten a second winless stage, other than the Shanghai Dragons. But, like long story short, all I wanted to express with this is Zephyrus Zhu. A self-destructing, <laughs> absolutely useless character that brought absolutely nothing forward in the anime and was
3: generally considered the biggest joke in the show. Now, now to correct the record and get off Yiska's incredible I love crazy Dragon ride. Dragon
0: Ball Z references. Yeah, I totally get them.
3: <laughs> it was a not us. a great one. Um, Bench brings up a good point. No, we we don't technically know if Soul sold Zephyr to Florida. They may have just like I'm guessing what he's getting at is they may have just like offset his contract to somebody else. Maybe there wasn't exchange of money. Um, but either way, I, I just I just struggle to need, see. Doesn't need to. No, like, I think, just I like, think, just, I think Bench was joking.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Fair
3: enough. Stuff. I just again I just struggle to see like who picks that. But-
0: I, I like, do think it brings why? up a greater point of like how much like yes, it was clear that that something would have had to have happened. But sure. did they pay a lot for this? Like did Florida I, I mean, think anything. they were but anyway. I, I don't know.
3: I don't know. This kid must just be like a scrim god and has like massive stage jitters, but like I don't like Here's, this is here's the interesting
0: thing. So we know we know two pieces of the puzzle for Florida in twenty twenty, barring you know that they don't like willingly trade and make that sure. stuff happen sigh player and fate mm. still there you want, is that, you want is, that, is that an okay is that an okay i think that's a good start start two
3: players but yeah. it's an all right start again yeah. i'm struggling to see i like sigh player don't get me wrong Met Athena fanboy long long time ago but i'm i'm struggling to see exactly where he fits into certain meta games you know if we're we're talking about flexibility at the ps role not the most flexible right widow hit scan very very good but kind of more of a specialist if we get those metas to come back in we're we're in business in Florida but I don't know I'm starting to starting to get a little uh I'm starting to sit the fence on, on Mr. Saya player
1: I I will say like to say something nice about Florida Mayhem that I actually mean is they have been incredibly uh, gracious to what's former players in general. Like that has been true for the contenders team when they released them, yeah. and um, they've been very accommodating. Yes, and now again it's true, and that's that's certainly n- not the case for all play players mm. that we've heard about you know uh, over the season for certain other sure. organizations so in that regard, like it's it's almost hard to or it, it makes it much harder to me to full out hate on what they're doing in the organization because maybe like it just doesn't feel that intentionally ignorant it just sure. like you know shit
3: happens basically Hmm. They they seem a little bit more player focused than other teams. It's gonna be
0: the title of Shit uh, Title of the episode: Florida Mayhem. Colon. Shit happens. It happens. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I mean, overall, I mean this this has to be a huge thumbs up, right? Like this, these are all of these are players that you, if you're a Florida Mayhem fan, or if you are the Florida Mayhem. They're not ones that you can necessarily build around in 2020 and come back and pull a Shanghai Dragons, right? Like that's that's where they are. That's what the Florida Mayhem have inherited. They've inherited that we are now the Shanghai Dragons Mm -hmm. of Overwatch League. Sure, we didn't go 0 and 42, but
3: we have two seasons of like piss poor. Yes,
0: yeah, they they they're consistently awful even if you can't put a cool funny zero meme in front of anything yeah so
1: yeah yeah right exactly
2: yeah
0: if you have any hope Sia player and fate i think that those are definitely the two players that you're like yep and uh, i also think that they're probably the only two players that they like rostered on competitively Mm -hmm. like it actually you know uh aren't Maybe paying out the butt for I don't know about BQB. I'll be honest uh, about those uh, prices. I think BQB is the one person that I can go either way on if they keep or if they uh, mm. option him, yeah. trade him, whatever. Uh, but anybody else, I'm I, I'm not sure.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm not. <laughs> I'm sure. also. It's not because most of them haven't played. <laughs>
1: yeah uh, it's also true. i'm also looking forward to like let, let's like they f- for instance like by score i don't think they are the worst team in overwatch league history anymore i think that's shanghai again um but oh is
0: it really was i wrong
1: yeah no, no. i think they stage four uh got them back but it's not by much and um but i that's will say team. it would be it would be interesting if they actually went hybrid again. And that's a discussion I think we will have uh, over the entire off-season, is which teams will go hybrid. Mm. And because there's, there's such a copycat style, even though it was, to me, blatantly apparent that it would be just logically the best approach to take in, in Overwatch uh, to have it a hybrid roster, uh, because it just keeps the options, the like the breadth of options you then have to construct a team... Uh, is just beating out all the disadvantages. And yes, you do have certain maybe frictions that are coming mm-hmm. from that type of roster. But I think with a solid preseason, you can mend a lot of these fences already and um, really forge these places together also with solid re- leadership, with a, um infrastructure that allows language lessons in advance for instance and um generally i think it it, like a lot of teams will just copycat that shock approach and um i think they're
3: going to copycat the shock approach and the vancouver approach you just buy a good team
1: no no in terms of hybrid fair enough so you don't think uh, that
0: question do you consider the gladiators hybrid
2: yeah yes
0: do you consider the rain hybrid?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, like, by that logic, you've got three of the top six teams hybrid mm-hmm. in, in Overwatch League. So, mm-hmm. I, like, I, I don't disagree with you, but I don't think that this theory is one out yet. No. And I don't think that no, no, yeah. th- the theory for season two is that hybrid rosters <clears throat> equals better. Like, I think that there needs to be an asterisk that it means if you're going to sign a player for three years, build around hybrid rosters because your team can succeed long term. I don't think we see teams succeed short term with hybrid rosters. I think there's been multiple instances where we've seen teams struggle, especially when signing new players that are hybrid.
1: Sure, but that's mostly also like it. it, Being hybrid exacerbates the issues that you have when you're losing team, Mm. because there's more more reasons to go at at each other. There's more
3: variables to to create more chaos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I I I think this is like a this needs to be like noted and shelved. I think this one's like a really big one that I think we can really talk about going into twenty twenty because I'm. I've always been like very critical of that stance. And I think going into 2020, it's I'm only going to get more critical. I think in the long run, I think you're right. But like, we got to get there first.
0: Even then, I'm honestly, I'm looking at the bottom six teams and it's about three and three for hybrid and uh, full on uh, fluent language speakers. So I don't think yeah. you're right. I don't. I think it's a very interesting conversation. You're right. We should we yeah. should hold that for a different one. Let's talk about the Washington Justice. I feel that expectations are increasingly high for, for the Washington Justice. Yeah, I think, I think I think so far so good. Um, I think since they uh brought in, oh my God, Annalyn,
3: Alivo oh, Annalyn uh, as Anna GM. I think that
0: yep. the microscope went over the, to the Washington justice and the moves that they made. Mm-hmm. And they've made some big moves. So they're uh, letting go of Otto, Hianu, Janice, and Sanson. They've added John Galt as a head coach.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We know that Corey, Ellie vote and Lulsish are staying, or at least they're contracted through 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know if Stratus, Guido, Ark, and Sleepy are staying, though we know that at least, uh, Sleepy, I know, has, like, said, like, hey, I'm able to work for other teams, mm. or look for other teams. Ark as well. Ark as well. hmm So, this is very much largely a team. So, in 2020, we expect to see Corey, Ellie Lalsish. John Galt coming in as head coach, who Annalyn and John Galt presumably have a relationship from their time together at Gladiators. Gladiators, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Joe, I mean, is this good? Are you optimistic? Are these the right (laughs) players uh, to keep? Are are you excited about Elevote and Lulzish and Corey?
3: Yeah, I think Corey has um, positioned himself to be a threat in 2-2-2. Um I you know again have always been very questionable on on how the justice handled the goat's meta and how long that was you know predicted to last this, that the other thing Corey looks good in two 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 bar none you know whatever whatever hero you probably need to put him on he'll probably look okay um this is this is a definitely a kick hype um I do think that some of the players that they've let go probably will find uh homes and will land on their feet um I, I've I've been increasingly more bullish on Samsung. I think his hog performance within the last stage was interesting. I I, I do wonder if maybe there is a sigma in there somewhere. If so, I could see him landing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Otto probably will go somewhere and do very well. Um, I I hope he really? does because I yeah I, I seriously think this kid is talented.
1: I think like he has a chip on both shoulders now, literally. After the Shanghai season and after the Washington season, it's. Think I, I think it will be him? very hard for him. Mm. I think he needs to contend this stint.
3: Da, I mean, yeah, I could see that. I don't think that's a a bad career move. I think he just needs to play and just like show that he can be good. Mm. Um, and just it's it's been a a pretty bad luck of draws there with with Justice and and Shanghai, um, but for overall, I. I think, uh, I think so far so good with Justice. I'm, I'm excited to see exactly what, what moves they make in the future and they're off to a, a good start. This is, this is all positive. Yeah,
1: I think okay, so do you want to hear the criticism first or the nice
3: part? What are you criticizing? Go there.
1: Uh, okay, I think the moves they made keeps the chance of winning Overwatch League incredibly low. I don't think they're like other than Corey, mm-hmm. I don't think there is world class written all over any of those decisions yet okay. or so like your the the what we have so far doesn't look like a world beating team in the setup.
3: But do you, need you to agree beat with that the world? I don't know. Is that, your, is that your goal for a team that just bottomed out and had one good? I state? mean. That would be
1: my positive is I think they, they could easily be a, a very solid team with the right additions yeah. and compete I'm not for saying they're win the league. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like like if you wanted to completely whiplash, like for instance, Shanghai definitely made moves that could have landed them in Overwatch League sure. this season, right? Sure. That's not what Washington seems to be gunning for.
3: No, because I feel like they have to rebuild the entire infrastructure of the team. They have to rebuild like the whole idea. Is that different than Shanghai in Season 1? No, but I think they're approaching it differently. They're approaching it probably with a little bit more nuance than just like, hey, KDP did good, bring them over. We couldn't get, you know, decay, Sure, but very good players. Don't get me wrong. I think they kind of have to start from the ground up, and I think that requires a lot more, like, bandwidth than Mm. just, like, signing a team.
1: I would say a lot of teams just also think way more long term than I. Put in. I think that's also my a fault in my thinking. Is I think that some I, teams do. I only think about the next season and maximizing uh, win rates in in a lot sure. of ways that, that I'm thinking about this right. And potentially this has already been disproven by the Super and Sinatra move and seeing how that turned out now in season two. Um I think some teams are just setting up for a decent season 3 and then maybe ramp up into season 4. I've I've heard this as a declared goal uh, from teams before already. So like it, from that like this is not a this is the the positive thing. I don't mm-hmm. see like the or the structure that they currently have in place is also setting up in a way where they're very unlikely to be a bottom team. Yeah. Right. So that would be, I guess, just like a very, very likely team to be in the middle of the distribution of team uh, strength going into um, season three, from the move that limited mm-hmm. moves. Admittedly, of course, just everything that we know right now.
0: Right. I mean, these conversations are more about who are teams keeping rather than who are they bringing on. Right. We can't. Yep. There's, there's a lot of. Like, we could definitely go like, who would you sign? But uh we probably need to take that almost team by team. You can't do yeah. that in an hour and 15 episode. No. Hour and 15 minute True, episode yeah. for multiple. Unless, we're, unless yeah. we're
3: actually going six hours, you know, maybe maybe not yeah. this show. Maybe in the next one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. By the way, <laughs> uh, I do want to say, uh, if you're watching the video or if you're in chat, are the infographics help- helpful? I want to know because it, they take a little while to make. But if you're like, yes, these make watching the show. The podcast significantly better. I'm going to keep them and keep doing them. But if they're not, then I'm just going to be. <laughs> I'm going to find something else to do with my time. Yeah. I guess. So. Uh, can, can we get a
1: quick uh, chat check on the temperature of the Washington Justice moves? I'm interested what people think. Yeah.
0: Chat check. I mean, so we've got a couple. Kicked Hype for good. Kicked Volomel for eh. Kicked Yiska for boo.
2: Ooh, I think right. justice is like a a gradient again between fence and pog. Type <laughs> in my face. All right. Kick type. Very cool.
0: Yes. Yeah. Nice. So we got one kick type, one kick type, one kicked volume Eighth
3: place possible. <laughs> I think that would be a welcome change for
2: the Justice fans.
0: Eighth, that's that feels pretty optimistic. I think unless they make some big signings,
2: maybe, okay. maybe. it's okay. It's on route. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. All right. Okay.
2: Um... <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Well,
0: is it time? Can we just get out of here.
2: We could.
0: There's a lot we could talk about. Could, sure. But it's true. There's also many stuff. more weeks to go. Don't want to just like talk about it all in one week and then have nothing to talk about for multiple. Got to pace it out. Could be rough.
1: We still got to rip on some people from the comments. We still oh, got to rip on our no. own
0: lists. Oh, yeah. That's true. We gotta go. Yeah. We've gotta. Maybe we'll do that next week.
3: Uh oh. Let's try. You In know what public. would be
1: would be uh, kind of cool if we could get sideshow. Should and we we both do the comments and then we also go through our lists and kind of you know we roast the comment, we roast us, we roast the comment and mm. stuff like this.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun. I would have to prepare for it a lot, but yeah, that'd be yeah. fun let's uh yeah let's save it to where we where we can get a we'll just say a very uh seasoned guest somebody who we trust like sideshow who could like hey i would really want him to like read out the comments and, <laughs> <laughs> and B true uh you know go with that kind of open-ended flow of the show yeah uh true true yeah sweet all right, we're going to get out of here. Thanks to everybody who hung out today. Uh, big thanks to our patron producers, Battle Crab Maid and Peter Y. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Sign up there. We've got game night coming. We've got to get it in the next like week so that we yes. can get another one at the end of the month. So uh, we'll have a game night. Guarantee a spot for a game night, which is awesome. Get your access to the Croucher's Discord channel in Yiscord and all that other great stuff. And support a show that you like. Seems like a pretty sweet deal. Also on Twitch, subs also get access to the Croucher channel and get access to uh, game nights. So if you're like, hey, I want to do that, but I don't want to go to Patreon. I don't want to go to another website. And I want to get your emotes. Patreon or not Patreon, uh twitch.tv slash kick tripod. You can sub right there. We are just eight subs short of fifty, which uh wow. goes a long way to helping us uh get yeah. all the different aspects of putting together a well produced show. One of the comments we get all the time is not only are Yiska and Joe really smart, but the show sounds good and looks good. And that factors into it too. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yep. So uh, thank you for all of that support We will be back next Tuesday At 11am pacific time I don't have anything scheduled there So there's going to be no uh, Differences there No new patrons No new 5 star iTunes reviews But if you're like hey John I'm not going to give you money Go to iTunes Leave us a 5 star iTunes review And uh, we'll read out your name on the next episode it means a ton to us takes 2 minutes of your time And uh, makes everybody happy so leave a five-star iTunes review there. All right, Yiska, shout-outs for the week. Where can people find you? Let's go.
1: Um, as per usual, just on my Twitter, um, we'll see. I keep promising doing stuff, and then I uh, don't do stuff. So we
0: will see. Uh, Hold him comes. accountable.
3: Get yeah. on him. Get on him, chat. Go yell at him. I keep yelling at him, but you don't listen. Your
0: audio sounds great, so we know that's not holding you back true. anymore. True. That's true. That's true. Uh sweet. Uh youtube.com slash yiska out twitter.com slash yiska out Discord.me slash yiska out. All there. True. Uh Joe, what about you, man? Shoutouts for the week. Where can people find you? You can always find me on
3: all the socials at Volmel. That's V-O-L-A-M-E-L. Um, uh, works in the progress. Um, studying Apex Captain's Chair. What 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 kind of legacy does that leave? Any kind of interesting stats? I'm I'm looking through that at the moment. Um, Gauntlet is on. Go support tier two. All that good stuff. Today should be interesting. 10 p.m. Eastern, I believe, is when that kicks off. Pretty early in Korea. Uh, but yeah, just uh, doing the old doing the old thing. I'll probably do some predictions of my own um, in terms of roster moves, which maybe we can get into on the show more in depth but other than that yeah typical stuff doing some writing sooner or later i'll post a video but we'll we'll, we'll see when that happens
0: um, sweet as for me you can find me everywhere at kick tripod twitch twitter youtube that's where the show is posted by the way youtube.com slash kick tripod we post it there if you want to catch the video live and don't want to deal with twitch's vods true so good place to catch it um I, I put Wait, what, up you, a couple, what you been up to uh, put up a couple advanced uh, Go XLR tutorials, which were kind of fun. To I do. did see
3: that there was a submarine in one of them and a banana in the other. Yes, yeah, sub, correct.
0: Submix and a rubber ducky. So submixes oh, and audio ducking. Yellow, so yeah, there was a submarine sandwich and a rubber ducky in there because I'm really good at thumbnails. In case you all don't know. Um and then yeah I've been trying to get more game time in the last time that I got uh, a lot of game time in was last night where it was raid night, but things are kind uh, of I'm tapering be off. Excited here. for so the uh, the new one. Eight three is pretty pumped. I'm pretty, not gonna uh, lie, pretty looking pretty
3: good, looking pretty good. So
0: yeah, there's um. But I honestly, I want to get back into some other games. Played Borderlands a little bit. That was kind of fun. But I want to cool. play Apex. So if I can get Yiska to play with me, probably day. hop into some Apex. I want to get back into the TFT grind. So oh. much I want to do. So much time. So much time so much required. So little time. Little time. <laughs> yes. So yeah. That's what's going on with me. Hell yeah. Make sure to follow us everywhere at Tactical Crouch. Only difference is uh, Twitter, twitter.com slash tactical underscore crouch. Other than that, that's where you can find us all. Thank you guys for hanging out. We'll be back for a post show right after the song ends. And we'll listen to some more sweet 90s music, and it'll be great. All right. See you guys next time. Till next time. Folks. Bye.